0: Okay, I'm going to try something a little different, really quickly. I'm going to say something. I want you to try to repeat it, okay? You're not going to say anything horrible, don't worry. Uh, inisogoma. inisogoma. Ah, good. Okay, try that again. Inisogoma. 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 Oh, that's so good. So nice to hear. Um, in case any of you are wondering, what the heck did I just say? Um, you just learned how to say good morning in Bambara. So there you go. There's your language lesson for the day. Um, for those of you who don't know who this person on the stage is right now, um, I'm Logan um, of no relation to the pastor at all. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Very strong biological link there. Um, If you don't remember, it was March last year, almost a year ago now, that I came up on here. And I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about Molly to you guys. You want to hear some more about that? And then church canceled. Thanks, COVID. Um, So I guess we're trying to rectify that now. I'm going to give a brief little spiel right here in case some of you don't know Um, what the heck is Mali, that's also a reaction that I get a lot. Usually if I say, hey, I went to serve with missions in Mali for two years, first people think I said Bali, in which case, no, I was not vacationing in an Indonesian tourist trap. Um, Or they think Malawi, which, nice, that's actually on the right continent. Um, That's in Africa, good job. Um, So... Usually they'll go through those guesses, and they still don't know what I'm talking about. And so then I say, uh, Timbuktu. And, of course, the response is, wait, that's a real place? Yes, it is. It's actually got a lot of history to it, as does Mali itself, being sort of the center for several ancient and medieval West African empires, which is really cool, but I'm not going to get into all the history stuff right now because you'll want to leave. Um, (laughs) But... um, for those who don't know, right, right after college, I w- went to Mali for two years to work with a small uh, international mission whose focus is on working with unreached Muslims and helping them in following Jesus. Um, and Mali is sort of a unique place in the uh, Muslim missions world because uh, mission workers and stuff are actually welcome there. Um, police stop you on the road. They ask, "Who are you?" You say, "I'm a missionary. This is the group I'm with." And they're like, "Oh yeah, okay. You can go on." You're, yeah, there's a, which is very interesting because it is a, it is a country that has a history of issues and challenges, and to this day is still between like 90 and 95 percent Muslim, depending on which um, data you're using. The numbers kind of vary. Um, just because it's hard to get that information um, But there is a real uh, warmth and welcomeness and receptivity to the gospel there um, Even though it does have its challenges like the church Many of the churches and the Christian groups there are only in their first or second generation still at this point And there is a real Christian diaspora I remember where I was going with two other people um, an, Another worker and a Alien pastor and we were traveling to the small little village uh, near the border with Mauritania. And this is a really remote area, right? We went several hours without driving on an actual road. And by road, like not even a street. It was just sand. <laughs> it was like a sand path. And we had to dig the 4x4 out of the sand with the Sahara sun blazing over us, and the camels were just walking by doing their thing. Um, and we get to this village, and it's, it's basically right on the border. You can walk over into Mauritania without even realizing it. And I know a few people who have done that. Um, and we get there, and we're meeting with this older gentleman. Uh, we'll call him Musa. That's not his name, but I'm very big on privacy. So we'll call him Musa. And he's an older uh, Sunike Christian. He's been one for a while, and he and his family have been like the Christian presence in their town for years and years and years. And he has had he's seen the Bible in uh, Bambara, which is one of the Malian languages. But we were there to give him the newly finished translation of the Gospels and Acts in his own first language, which is Soninke. Um, and that's we went up there to present him with that. And so we traveled all this way out to this remote corner of the country and we get there and we say, here you go. Here's the Injil. This is it in your language. You don't have to just read it in Bambari. Now you can read it in your first language. And the man's eyes just lit up right there. And the first thing he does before literally anything else is, all right, we're going to do a study now. Let's, let's open up. Which is great, because, like, I don't actually speak Slinike. I focused on Bambara, because that's, like, the most common language there. So that's what I learned. So we have some guys speaking in Slinike, others speaking in Bambara. Everyone's kind of, like, translating to each other. So we have several different languages all going on at once, all studying the Bible with this man and his extended family uh, in this remote village. And I am just sitting there in that moment thinking, yes. This is what it is. This is this is why we're here, um, and it was just a beautiful moment. And uh, that that experience really touched me. And that was probably just over two years ago, like this month. It happened February 2019. And um, so, for those of you who don't know, I'm planning on going back to West Africa. Um, I spent my time there learning Bambara, teaching English courses, using the classes as an opportunity to build roots in the communities there and to open up interfaith conversations between local Christians and Muslims in a place where people felt safe and comfortable to kind of get outside of their cultural bubbles a bit. Um, And of course a lot of Bible studies and discipleship groups among local believers as well. And I'm going back at this point. That's the plan. And I like okay. and I'm going back I'm gonna take a stop though I'll be stopping in France is the plan right now because French is the official language of the country um, Mali as much of West Africa was colonized by France and Mali was not its own full-fledged country by itself until 1960 um, and As a result of that, a lot of the institutions, a lot of the legal side, that's all French. So I'm going to go for a year about to work on my French a little more so that I can do more than just order food in a restaurant or take the taxi to the airport. Um, Just because if I'm living and working in West Africa long term, French is really, really good to have. And I mean, I can just kind of take the Latin I know and Frenchify the words a bit. And... It does actually work a fair amount of the time, but there's a difference between just distorting one language you know to estimate the word in another and actually knowing the language, right? There is a difference, surprisingly enough. Anyway, I'm going to France, and then afterward I will be going back to Mali to continue work there with teaching and studying among both local... Mali in church and with the unreached Muslims all around. Um, and I am super excited about that. It's awesome. Mali's is a great place. You should come visit me there. Um, now, of course, you can't all necessarily say, yeah, I'm just going to go naff off to Mali, right? But I do think that each and every person can be involved in overseas work to some capacity. You can all be a part of it, even if you can't travel there. Right. Um, and so that's why I'm here today, um, because I am inviting you to join with me uh, in prayer. That's the big one. Right. Um, and if you if your bank accounts are willing <laughs> to to try to uh, give generously and sacrificially to kingdom work overseas um, on a monthly basis is what we're hoping for. I do have a nice table in the back with some information sheets and sign-up stuff. So if you want to, like, meet with me at some point in the next several weeks um, just to talk, hey, Logan, tell us more about Molly. What's it like there? How can we help with you in this? What can we do? Um, you can sign up right back there, and we can meet either here at the church, we'll go to the conference room, or if you want me to come over to your place or something like that, we are free to do that. Just... Just tell me, and I'll, I'll jump through whatever hoops I need to do for you. So, but if you want to meet at any point for maybe 30 minutes, an hour time-ish, I won't take up your whole day, I promise you. I can be rambly, but I, I know when to keep myself on a leash. So <laughs> fret not. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm going to try one more time, see if you remember. Um, if you don't remember, all right, we're going to say it one more time. Inisogoma that's